Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a moment to join us as we take a look at the book. Now, we're not only going to look at one book in the Bible, but a number of books as we study about angels and prophecy. That's the five-part audio series on CD that we're going to listen to a portion of, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy so you can study about angels. Angels played a key role in the first coming of Jesus Christ, and they will play a key role in his second coming. In fact, the most used word in the book of Revelation is angel or angels. We'll talk more about that in a few moments. But right now, let's take a moment and listen to the second portion of this five-part audio series about angels, angels and the family. Into our study on angels, a unique opportunity to study about these created beings. And in fact, when God created angels, he created them to serve him from the area of the heavenlies. He created man so that a man would be a servant unto him or worship and honor him on the earth. And so he had his beings in the heavenlies, his beings on the earth to accomplish his goals with the creation effort. We talked about angels and the fall yesterday, the creation of angels taking place, Genesis 1-1, prior to God creating the earth because on that day of creation, that first day of creation when the earth was created, Psalm 38, 7 says, The angels, the morning stars, and the sons of God sang for joy, shouted for joy about the creation of the earth. Then we saw the fall. It had to happen between Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, when God said everything he created was good, and the angel that had been the most beautiful of all the angels, Lucifer, the coverer, the one who had the responsibility of hovering over the throne of God, had uh, decided that he wanted to be like God. Isaiah 14, I will, I will, I will, I will. Ezekiel chapter 28, I will cast you out. I will throw you to the ground. And so the fall of, of Lucifer, who became then Satan, meaning the adversary, took place because he was on the scene in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1. We'll look at that momentarily. Angels and the family. That's why I turned to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 32, and we'll go on the last session, angels and the future. But in chapter 10, verse 32, and I know I'm taking now a text out of context. It will not be a pretext, though. It is to give us information. There's a foundational truth tucked in to another theme that he's talking about. Uh, all things lawful, but not everything's expedient for him. Uh, but then he comes up with this phrase, which is very important for your prophetic study. It's an undergirding. It's a foundation for prophecy and the study of it. Look at verse 32, 1 Corinthians 10. And he's talking about giving none an offense. He's not going to be an offense. That's the subject of this section of scripture. Neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. And here he lays out the three strands of the human family, Gentiles, Jews, and Christians. I want to remind you, and I said this yesterday, but let me refresh your thinking. They say uh, continued repetition is the best way to learn. So uh, the three strands of the human family are Gentiles, Jews, and Christians in the first 2,000 years of human history. From Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 11, there were only Gentiles upon the face of the earth. When God created Adam and Eve, they were Gentiles. You look over uh, even at the, the sons of 
Noah and Jepheth, it says, these were the Gentiles that were on the earth at that time. So from Genesis 1 to Genesis 11, only Gentiles. From Genesis chapter 12, all the way over to Acts chapter 2, now in Genesis 12, God braids Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees, which is modern-day Kuwait. He brings him up over the Fertile Crescent, down into the land of Canaan. He there establishes another people, the Jewish people. In Genesis chapter 12, he brings Abraham along, calls him in Genesis 14, the first Hebrew. He then calls his grandson, Jacob, Genesis chapter 32, the first Israelite. He changes his name on the Jabbok River, uh, there in what is modern-day Jordan, to, from Jacob to Israel. That becomes the first Israelite, first time Israel, the word is used in the Bible. And then a great-grandson, Judah, son of Jacob, 2 Kings chapter 16, verse 6, his name is, uh, he is called a Jew. First time the word Jew is used in the Bible. And so now you have the establishment of the Jewish people in this second 2,000-year period of time from Genesis 12 to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit comes down, baptizes us into the body of Christ, the establishment of the third strand of the human family, Christians come into existence, and from Acts 2 to Revelation 22, then you have all three strands of the human family, Gentiles, Jews, and Christians upon the face of the earth. With this, knowing that Satan had knowledge of that, the Bible says in James, Satan knows the Bible, believes the Bible. Many other locations I could take you and it infers that Satan has knowledge of the Bible and what is going to happen when he's thrown out of heaven. Revelation chapter 12, he says, he knows his time is short. He knows the prophetic scenario laid out in God's word. And so now we're going to see that Satan, to institute his strategy, realizing he wants to be as God, he wants to replace God, he is going to institute a strategy that's going to help him to accomplish his goal. And what he's going to do with these first people that have come into existence, the Gentile, he is going to take the Gentile and he's going to start to infiltrate the Gentile. Let me show you why he does that. Does that. Get back in Genesis. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 29. Now again, Genesis 1 uh, the creation narrative. Now, by the way, you know the first 11 chapters of Genesis, don't you? It's a, important you grasp this. Let me give that to you. Genesis 1, creation. Genesis 2, special effects of creation. Genesis 3 would be the fall of man. Genesis 4, the story of Cain and Abel. Genesis 5, genealogies. Genesis 6, 7, and 8, Noah and the flood. Genesis 9, Noah after the flood. Genesis 10, genealogies. Genesis 11, the Tower of Babel. And Genesis 12, the call of Abraham out of the Ur of the Chaldees. That's the first 2,000 years of human history. You need to grasp what those first 12 chapters of Genesis are talking about. Thanks a lot for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us as we studied the subject of angels and prophecy. You know... Satan is going to use evil angels in the end times to invade this earth. It will be like UFOs coming as aliens out of outer space. Well, that's what the Bible talks about in Revelation chapter 9. In this study of angels and prophecy, we get into that particular study. This five-part audio series on CD Angels and Prophecy is available. You can call our toll-free number and order it that way. 
877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from all across America. Again, that number, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website and order your copy of this five-part audio series on CD, Angels and Prophecy. The address on our website is www.prophecytoday.com. This is Jimmy DeYoung thanking you for joining us for our study of angels and prophecy as we've taken a moment to take a look at the book. And you know everything that was taught in this study today is evidence that Jesus Christ could shout, the archangel could shout, and the trump of God could sound at any moment and call us up to be with him. That's the rapture. Are you ready for the rapture? I indeed pray that you are ready in light of all that's unfolding in our world today. And by the way, the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...